Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrian Delgado, and in this podcast, I'll give you step-by-step action plans to reach your health goals, as well as my favorite recipes I know you and your family will enjoy. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are talking all about alcohol and weight loss. So a few months ago, I was talking to some friends and they were asking me, what are you talking about on your podcast? Like, what are the topics that you're talking about? And that particular week, I was taping the episode about bloating and gas. And they were like, what? We don't want to know about bloating and gas. We want to know about the good stuff. Like, what should we drink if we want to lose weight? When we're at a party and we want to be able to participate and socialize and do all the fun stuff, what can we drink and still lose weight? And so, because I want to give you guys what you want, today's episode is all about alcohol and what to drink if you want to lose weight. So... I know not everybody struggles with alcohol. Um, Fun fact about me, I actually am such a lightweight. I just, I don't know. I never really developed a taste for it. I only like a handful of things. A lot of times if I drink, I get bloated and I don't feel great. For me personally, I want to work out in the morning because that's where I get time to myself And I never want to let anything get in the way of that, especially a hangover or not feeling well. So for me, I don't have a lot of, you know, desire to drink. But every once in a while, like when we're out and when we're social, I will have a drink or two. But I know for so many other people, it's not just a drink or two per week. In fact, there was a letter that was published back in September of 2020 that mentioned in March, like in the heat of the pandemic, alcohol sales went up 54% from the year prior. So a lot of us, we use alcohol as a coping strategy. We use it to unwind. We use it to socialize with friends. And so for a lot of people, alcohol is a part of their diet, whether it's daily or even weekly. So I do think this is a great topic. Uh, My friends think I should do a podcast on day drinking. I said that will not happen, Um, but I will talk about just even how alcohol impacts the body when it comes to weight loss and also what are the best and the worst drinks because this is, again, what you want and this is what I will give you. Guys, this is an important place to note. If there are certain topics that you want more information on or you want to learn about, please reach out to me and let me know. Okay. I am here to help. And so give me your topics, give me your challenges, and I'll make a podcast about it. All right. So before we get into the best and the worst list, first we have to talk about how does alcohol affect weight loss? All right. So when it comes to alcohol, Really what we call alcohol is empty calories. 
And the reason we call it empty calories is it is giving your body calories, but you're not really getting any nutrient benefit from it. So many people are surprised to know that alcohol does have a caloric value. When we talk about macros, like carbs, proteins, and fats, they all have a caloric value. So carbohydrates are four calories per gram. Protein is four calories per gram. Fat is nine calories per gram. And alcohol is seven calories per gram. So I want to make sure we note this first because some people are looking at, you know, their drinks and they're logging their their food into an app and they're like, well, there's no carbs in it. Where are all these calories coming from? It's coming from the alcohol. So we do want to be careful because there are seven grams, or I should say, I'm sorry, seven calories per gram. So alcohol mimics more of a fat than it does a carb or a protein. And how this impacts your weight loss is anytime you're eating an abundance of calories over and above what you need, the rest is going to go into storage. So depending on what caloric drink you're choosing, obviously some have a lot more calories than others, but depending on how much you're drinking and what drinks you're drinking, if you're going above your caloric needs, it's going to be stored as fat. And that's going to impact your weight loss goals. So when you drink alcohol, alcohol is actually primarily, well, let me back up a second. Alcohol is used primarily as your source of fuel. Okay. So when you consume an alcoholic beverage, it's burned first before your body uses anything else. That includes glucose from carbohydrates or fats. Your body is going to metabolize alcohol first. And the reason for that is because alcohol is a toxin. Like your body wants to get rid of that as quickly as possible. So it prioritizes digesting and removing it before anything else can happen. Now, when your body is focused on digesting alcohol, everything else goes into storage, right? We don't, we're not burning it as a fuel source. So the rest of the calories that are going along with your alcohol, like what you're mixing into your caloric beverage or what you're eating when you drink your alcoholic beverage, that is all going to storage. Interestingly enough, when I was doing some research on this, I found this fascinating. I did not know this ahead of time, but on average, one drink will pause your metabolism for roughly one hour. Guys, let me say that again. One drink will pause your metabolism for one hour. That disrupts our ability to burn fat efficiently and again, puts us towards fat storage. So depending on how many drinks you are consuming in an evening, you know, if you're drinking three drinks, that means metabolism is on hold for three hours. You're not burning anything. You know, in addition to not burning anything, you know, alcohol can cause stress on your stomach and your intestines. And when you have stress in that area, you're not absorbing and metabolizing nutrients very quickly. So, you know, a lot of times you feel bloated, you don't feel well. It's not just from the toxin of the alcohol, it's because of the sluggish digestive tract that is a result of your body trying to get rid of the toxin. 
So I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm just trying to give you the facts so you can make the best decision for you. Now, we already know that alcohol can affect your organs, right? The primary role of your liver is to filter any foreign substances, and that includes alcohol. So when you are drinking something, it puts a little bit more stress on your liver. Excess alcohol consumption can lead to an alcoholic fatty liver, which damages the way your body metabolizes and stores carbohydrates and fats. And again, long-term, impacts your weight loss goals. Alcohol can contribute to excess belly fat. So we joke around about a beer gut. It's actually a real thing. All right. When you are drinking certain beverages that are high in sugars like soda um, or even some of the sugar sweetened, oh, what's simple syrups that are in some of the alcoholic beverages, those calories are going to get stored up as fat. And although we can't choose where our extra fat is stored, nine times out of 10, our bodies like to accumulate that fat in the belly area. So it's not just a myth, it's a true thing. All right, so we know that it affects our digestion. We know that it, you know, we tend to store our fat more in the central region. It affects our organs. Probably one of the biggest things that we know that alcohol does is it affects our judgment. And especially that is true when it comes to food. So the more you drink throughout the evening, the harder it will be to fight any urges or cravings. You know, you lose track of your health goals because who's thinking about health goals when you're buzzed, right? Everything's great. I'll figure it out tomorrow right? And the more you drink, the more likely you are to make poor choices. And most people, when they drink, they start to get hungry. And so again, you've got excess calories from the alcohol by itself. You have excess calories from whatever that alcohol is mixed with. And now you have excess calories from what you are eating. So you can see now why drinking on a routine basis can make your weight loss goals more difficult. For some, alcohol can affect sex hormones, specifically testosterone, all right? Low testosterone levels can increase metabolic syndrome, especially in men. Metabolic syndrome is usually characterized by high cholesterol, high blood pressure, high blood sugar levels, higher body mass index, and so something to consider. We also know that alcohol negatively impacts your sleep, Most people will note that they can fall asleep faster after a few drinks, but the quality of the sleep diminishes immensely. So you have no trouble falling asleep. You can't stay asleep. It increases how many times you wake up during a sleep cycle. This is not great because you and I both know when you're not sleeping well, you don't eat well, right? Nighttime is your body's, you know, prime time of repairing cells and getting you ready for the next day. If that is disrupted and you don't get adequate sleep, then your body is going to need energy to fulfill all the requirements of the day. And where does your body look for energy? Through food. So if you don't get enough sleep the night before, your body's going to want to tend to overeat the next day because it missed out on the opportunity to get rest 
over the nighttime shift. All right, so this is how alcohol impacts your body. Again, not meaning to rain on your parade. I just want you to have the facts. But do not fear because I'm about to help you. All right, I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you what are your best options, right? And honestly, when it comes to weight management, it's calories, right? And it's the type of calories. It's the timing of your calories. But at the end of the day, it's about calories. So what are the best drinks for weight loss? Let's go over them now. So honestly, when you think of low calorie, just think simple. All right. So think of your simple liquors like vodka, uh, gin, tequila, brandy, whiskey. All right. When you're thinking vodka, so roughly there's about 100 calories in one and a half ounces of 80 proof vodka. All right. So on a scale of alcoholic beverages, this one's pretty much on the low caloric end. All right. So if you are not a straight up vodka on the rocks kind of person, uh, an alternative would be to mix that vodka with club soda, um, maybe a squeeze of lime or a type of another type of fruit. You could take that vodka and muddle some mint and cucumber and then maybe add a lime wedge to that. So again, keep it simple. Try to avoid those sugary mix-ins, those juices, all the stuff that's going to really amp up your caloric intake. When it comes to whiskey, again, we're talking about 100 calories in one and a half ounces of 86 proof whiskey. All right. So to keep those calories low, again, you can ditch the soda um, and do maybe whiskey on the rocks. Uh, If you think that's a little too harsh, maybe you want to turn it into a cocktail like a Manhattan, you know, which is whiskey, sweet vermouth and bitters. Uh, That usually that combination right there usually keeps the calories and carbohydrate content low. You know, as soon as you start adding, adding, that's not even a word. As soon as you start adding those sugary mixers in, you're taking that 100 calorie drink and you're amping it up to 300 calories. So again, try to keep it on the rocks or a Manhattan is also a nice locale option. Another option is gin, right? So keep it simple or maybe a martini would be a great option for you. Um, Don't skip the olives. At least there's some nutrient value in them. But if you're doing a martini, you're looking at about 200 calories. So not as high as some of the other beverages like those sugary cocktails. Um, And again, watch how many you're doing. So if you're talking 200 and you're drinking three or four over the course of the evening, it is going to add up. Uh, Tequila, right? One of the best parts about tequila shots are the lime and the salt. So why not just enjoy that part of it? Um, I don't know if any of you guys like tequila, but you're talking about 100 calories in uh, one and a half ounces. And then finally, brandy, right? Again, 100 calories for one and a half ounces. These are your lowest calorie beverages. All right, so maybe try that. Um, Alternatively, you could do maybe a rum and an unsweetened black tea, right? Skip the soda, no Coke. 
try a black tea instead and put your rum in there. That's a very low calorie drink. Uh, there's a drink called Paloma. It's made with grapefruit and lime juice. That's kind of like a margarita, but without all the extra calories. And so if you're asking for one of those, try to um, ensure that the grapefruit and the lime is straight 100% juice and not a juice cocktail. Champagne plus seltzer plus fruit. All right. That is a great combination. So instead of like a white wine spritzer, do a champagne spritzer. You'll save about 35 calories going to the champagne versus the white wine. But what will happen is you'll start to feel really full based off of all that carbonation. And so you might not drink as many. So there's a fun fact about that. Uh, always light beer, red wine, those can be options. They're going to be a little bit higher calorically depending on, you know, which beverage you're choosing. There's about 125 calories in a five ounce glass of red wine. And there's, you know, anywhere between 100 to 155 calories in a can of beer. But your light beers are going to be more like 80, 90, and 100, maybe even 110. Uh, Baileys and coffee can also be a low-calorie drink. And you can always order margaritas without the agave nectar. Again, all those sugary mixes, that's where all your calories come in. So I would say those are probably some of the best drinks that you can choose. You know, now we have hard seltzers, which are always a great low calorie option. For me personally, I'm just not a seltzer person. So I prefer the high noons because um, they don't have the carbonation. So that can be an option. All right. What are the worst drinks? So I'm just going to give you three. But definitely the worst drinks and the reason why you want to avoid them is because of the high sugar mixers like soda, juice, coconut cream. So worst drinks are sugary cocktails. All right. They're usually over 500 calories a piece. So I want you to think Long Island iced teas. All right. And this is for a normal serving is over 500 calories. When you go to some of those restaurants, those Long Island iced teas are not in a regular glass. They're in a fishbowl. And so you're talking close to a thousand calories per drink. Now, hopefully you're not drinking more than one of them, but still it adds up quickly. Um, number two, any of those frozen beach drinks. I want you to think daiquiris, pina coladas. Those are easily 300 calories minimum, depending on, again, the serving size. So be careful of them. And then finally, another high calorie drink are your craft beers. And that's literally just because they have extra ingredients in them. They have extra carbohydrates in them to amp up the flavor. Anytime you're choosing an alcoholic beverage or like a beer, the higher the alcohol content, the more calories it has. So if you're choosing something with 7, 8, 9, 10% alcohol, it's going to have more calories than something that's 2, 3, or 4. So try to keep the percent alcohol value as low as possible. Whew, that was a lot of information. So guys, today wasn't even about concepts. Today was about getting it done. So I gave you the reasons how alcohol impacts your blood sugar and your weight and your body fat and your metabolism. I gave you the best drinks 
for weight loss. And I also gave you the top three to avoid if weight management is on your radar. Bottom line, right? What is your go-to here? I got to give you a couple action steps. All right. I want you, when you think of alcohol, I want you to just think of it as a treat. All right. It really is a treat. So if you're going out and you're, you know, again, being social with other people, I want you to think of alcohol as a treat, almost like think of alcohol as dessert. In fact, I want you to either choose dessert or alcoholic beverages, not both. Right. Some of these alcoholic beverages, the amount of sugar that's in them, it's equivalent to the dessert you would get at the restaurant. So think about that. I always tell people, pick a lane, either appetizers, desserts, or beverages, but not all three. All right. So pick a lane. Think about where you're going. <laughs> think about who you're going with. Think about what they serve. You know, I have plenty of restaurants where I'm not a fan of their dessert. So sure, I'll have a drink. And then there are other restaurants where, you know, that dessert is going to happen. So please keep filling my water glass because I want the dessert to happen. Uh, another tip, alternate your alcoholic beverages with glasses of water. Guys, this one works. This is my number one tip to people is always alternate your beverages with water. Reason being, a couple reasons. Number one, it's going to slow you down right? Instead of drinking seven, eight drinks, you're going to drink five. If you go into an evening telling yourself, I can only have one and it's going to be miserable and everybody's going to be having such a great time and I can't do any of that. What do you think the chances are you're going to actually stick with that plan, right? So I don't tell people how many drinks to have because the minute you limit yourself, the minute you're going to get rebellious, right? So I just tell people, I mean, kind of go in there with an idea, but make sure you're drinking 16, 20 ounces of water in between each beverage. Like I said, it'll slow you down. You'll be in the bathroom a lot, but you'll be hydrated. You'll feel good the next morning and you'll feel really good about keeping on track with your goals. Um, like I said, you don't want to be so limiting that you're miserable, but you definitely want to go in with some sort of a plan. If you tell yourself, I'll figure it out in the moment, you're lying. Remember, I have yet to meet somebody who is a powerhouse at winging it, right? That's not how our brain works. In the moment, we're going to think about what gives us immediate gratification and pain avoidance. And that's not usually our health goals. You know, so I want you to plan. Again, I told you plan dessert or drinks, have a plan. You know, think about what do I want this to look like? I got to plan water in between each one of my, my beverages. You know, plan at least your snacks. If you can't plan how many drinks you're going to eat, at least plan what snacks you're going to choose. So in the moment, you're not picking, you know, pizza and wings and the blooming onion, like the highest calorie foods out there. All right. If nothing else, at least plan if and what snacks you're going to have with your drinks. And if you do fall off the wagon, okay, just get right back on, all right? It, it doesn't mean you can never have a drink and you can't enjoy yourself, but, you know, we all make mistakes sometimes. We all go overboard every once in a while. The goal is just to make it every once in a while. I mean, if you are truly serious about losing weight and you're curious how many drinks does that look like, it's usually two, 
per week. That's every once in a while, not two per night, three nights in a row. All right. And if you're not there at two per week, baby step your way to that. You know, I had a patient that I was working with, lovely, lovely person who was struggling with drinking too much over the pandemic. And she knew that cutting it off cold turkey wasn't going to work for her. So she actually just added water to her drinks and she watered them down until she was ready to cut them out completely. Right? You don't have to do things cold turkey. You can baby step your way through it. All right. So, and I guess the last tip before we get to the recipes is if you are struggling, there are people out there that want to help. You know, if you're drinking more than what your body can handle or what your mind can handle or what you should be drinking, please, please, please do not be ashamed and ask for help. There are resources out there that are here to support you. Just like I'm here to support you with nutrition, there are so many resources out there to support you if your drinking is a problem. So please get help. Reach out or contact me anonymously and I will get you the resources to help you. But know that you're not alone. There's a lot of people that struggle and um, we just want to help you so you can live your life to the fullest. All right, you are in for another treat because I am not giving you one recipe today. I am giving you four. I'm giving you four low-calorie drinks. And I think the highest calorie one I'm giving you is 160 calories. So four drinks under 160 calories. So for all my friends out there that asked what are the best drinks to lose weight, here you go. Get your notebook, get your pen, because we're going to go for it. All right. First drink is a skinny margarita. For this recipe, you're going to need one and a half ounce of tequila, the juice of one lime, which is about three tablespoons, the juice of half an orange, again, about one and a half tablespoons, a teaspoon of light agave nectar, kosher salt, and a lime wedge. So go ahead and rim that glass with your lime wedge. Dip in the salt. Throw the remaining ingredients in a cocktail shaker with ice. Pour and serve. All right, drink recipe number two, a strawberry pina colada. You need three-quarter cup of frozen strawberries, three-quarter cup of unsweetened coconut milk, one and a half ounce of coconut rum, or you can use a spiced rum, and ice to thicken. Go ahead and throw all those ingredients in a blender. Serve in a glass. That's going to give you about 148 calories. All right, number three, low-sodium Bloody Mary. For this, you'll need one cup of low-sodium vegetable juice, a half a tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce, a half a tablespoon of hot sauce, one and a half ounces of vodka or tequila, and a pinch of salt and pepper. And again, go ahead and mix all those ingredients together. You can serve it with fresh vegetables as a garnish if you'd like. Um, that drink right there is going to give you about 160 calories. And finally, my last beverage. This one's going to be 127 calories. So this one's the lightest of all of them. Is a kombucha Moscow mule. For this, you're going to need one cup of ginger kombucha. 
You're gonna need a quarter teaspoon of ground ginger, one tablespoon of fresh squeezed lime juice, and one and a half ounces of vodka or gin. And go ahead and mix all those ingredients together and you can serve that with either fresh mint, lemons, or limes. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. As always, thank you so, so much for for joining in today, for learning, and um, I'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish Eat Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricshealth.com. You can also find us on socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook at bodymetricshealth. The book Nourish Eat Repeat is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.